My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi, friends. Welcome to the Why Bloody Valentine mini-episode. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Before we get in too deep, we've got to wish our number one male fan a happy birthday. Yeah, we should have done it last week because it came out on his birthday, but sorry. I have this weird blind spot about things that happen between recording and releasing it. it. Yeah. It's like nothing exists, and then the podcast comes out, and I'm like, fuck! Like when we released the Midsummer episode it literally came up on the first it came out just coincidentally on the first day of the midsummer festival Mm -hmm. so it's like fuck and this always happens yeah so i forget things will happen for the most part and then i say fuck and then we just put it in the next one yeah and then it just comes in the next one everything is belated and it's fine doesn't mean we love you any less. No, I mean, we still told him happy birthday live on his birthday. And, right. you know, sent the birthday boobs that you're supposed to send. That's, yes. Like, isn't, isn't that what everyone does? That's all that matters. So, with all that, happy birthday, tough guy. Enjoy your shower. <laughs> I think he listens to us at the gym now. Oh, getting buff, getting swole. Getting swole. I'm going to... Go over to the gym and start my membership as soon as I can, like, stand up straight again. Yeah, your back is broken. My right back now. is broken. Spinal. 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 I don't know what the fuck's wrong with it, but it's not in good shape. So it's the last week for horror movies from Carolyn. Um, before we get to that, what homework do you have for me? Um, I actually heard this on the radio. And I looked up the article. Because on, when I was listening to it on the radio, I was like, ooh, this would be good for the podcast. You listen, like, to the radio radio. Yeah, like, I was in my car and the radio was on. Oh. Okay. Why is that weird? I'd never, ever listen to the radio. You you always have it hooked up to your Bluetooth? my phone at all times. Spotify at all See, times. my Bluetooth doesn't automatically connect. I have to have that stupid port. Yeah, the dongle. Yeah, the dongle. And, which is so dumb. It is very dumb. Because so, like, it connects for phone calls. I don't understand why it won't connect for yeah, music. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it doesn't. I have to use a dongle. Fuck you for that Chevy. That's really weird. But anyways, I have to manually plug it in if I want to use it. And usually I'm just going to work. And that's, what, two miles? So. Yeah. I'd probably still plug it in. No, oh, I'm not. And even if I keep it plugged in, it doesn't automatically connect. Hmm. So I would just be listening to nothing then. I, would, I have to manually connect it. That's fucking stupid. And yes. I don't like Anyways, it. I was listening to the radio. This literally just happened, okay? Like, this article was written February 7th, 2023. Okay. Um, a man who suspected his wife cheated arranged a DNA test for their kid, and it turns out neither of them was the parent. How the fuck did that happen? 
In a story of twists and turns and unexpected family dynamics, one couple went through a roller coaster of emotions after raising their baby for five years and discovering something that they hadn't known about their child before. The father of the child believed that he wasn't truly the father of his wife's baby, so he took a paternity test to find out the truth, and the paternity failed, and his wife insisted she'd never cheated on him, despite his disbelief, so she decided to take a maternity test of her own, and that came back negative, so they sued the hospital. I would hope so. Yeah, so um, since neither parent was a real parent, they figured out that the hospital had switched their babies with someone else's, and they sued them. Uh, imagine raising a baby for five years, but now you kind of want to get your actual baby, but you don't want to give this one back either, Zoe tweeted. Um, they found out that their biological daughter was in foster care. So the parents that they had swapped their biological child with were not the best parents, and they were under investigation by Child Protective Services. So now they are in the process to adopt their biological child, and they plan on keeping their non-biological one as well because the other parents were unfit and were losing custody of that child anyways. That is almost like the best thing you could hope for. Right. To resolve it. I mean, I mean it's Five years that kid Yeah, being abused, abused but... Whew. So as for the lawsuit, the hospital settled and the couple received nearly $2 million. Not enough. Uh, which neither she nor their lawyer thought was enough. Not enough. They just wanted the whole ordeal to be over with. The husband and wife are staying together. He apologized for ever doubting her. They have not and will not go public with their true identities, and they are moving away from their current town. It's almost reasonable, like, that he doubted. Like, maybe he's, like, looking at this kid and, like, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe the signs were there. Right. Ooh, that's rough. Five years <sighs> of raising someone else's kid, which means you... I mean, you already love that kid now. Yeah, imagine if the other kid had good parents, though. Like, what do you even do? I, you probably just keep the other kid. Yeah, I I mean, it's happened. It's just... You probably just have to keep the kid you've been raising. You don't just trade them. I think if they wanted to trade back, it would have to be, like, a gradual thing. You wouldn't just, like, rip the kids out and... I think the only thing to do is, like, blend your families. I think so, too. That's where polyamory <laughs> would help. You can swap or lives. If everybody's cheating anyway, then... No one was cheating. It was switched at birth. Well, there's an opportunity. You just have four parents. Or it could... I mean, blended families don't have to be everybody's fucking each other, Rich. They they could just I co-parent guess. together. I guess they don't, but whatever. I mean, it's, it's a lot funner if they yeah, do. It's <laughs> a lot more fun. You can form tighter bonds. Sleep and, with your friends always. And it kids have never been harmed with having too much love. Right. Too many people love them. So it does suck though that that poor kid in foster care. Yeah. Got like the worst fucking. Like part of me is like, holy fuck, five years. And another part of me is like, thank God it was only five years. Yeah. And at least there is like a light at the end of the tunnel for that. Kid. And a pretty easy fix in this case yeah. since. I mean, hopefully they don't have to, like, pay to adopt the child since it's theirs. That's what it sounds like, that they are having to legally adopt their biological child. Hospital should pay for that, too, in addition to the $2 million, which is far too little. Yeah, adopting a kid is not cheap. No. But they were doing it out of foster care, so it's probably a little bit cheaper. Hopefully. 
and hopefully there's like a discount like a, this is your kid discount it's <laughs> like why should they have to pay to have their kid back right the moment that they found out that that's their kid they should give them the child like you shouldn't have to go through fucking government bureaucracy you just said you keep the child that you had no, the one in foster care, though. The moment they found out that this oh, kid yeah. in foster care is their child, they should just give them the child. Yeah. Like, do a background check or whatever on them, but give them their fucking child back mm-hmm. immediately or as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. You, you shouldn't have to pay, uh, this is going to be $300 filing fee because we're the government. Uh, you shouldn't have to do any of that. Yeah. There should be a background check and they give you your fucking child right back. So what's your homework? My homework's from Reddit. It's weird how I haven't Yeah, we been, switched. What? I haven't been going to Reddit, and you have consistently, and then this time, I pulled the all switcheroo. Weird. It's from Am I the Asshole? Yes. I think so, too. Am I the asshole for making fun of my father for crying while watching Up? Oh, no. My, my dad likes to bother me for having childish interests. I collect Lego. I watch animated movies. I date people who are into cosplay like I am, etc. Yes, I do all that stuff. I'm also 35 with a career. So he's like an, an adult. He's like a dork, though. Okay. Which, fine. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. I own my own home. Well, me and the bank for now. I played a fairly rough sport at an intercollegiate level. I am pretty comfortable with my masculinity and find his lack of understanding more amusing than hurtful. So he just takes all these jokes in stride. He's like, he's just fucking, that's his generation. Mm-hmm. I was over at his place with my girlfriend and we were talking about Netflix because he uses my account and they are getting fucky about it, which is true. They're really cracking down on password sharing because that's why they're not making any money. Not the fact that they put out shitty content and when they put out good content, they cancel it immediately. I said that Disney Plus was still okay to use and he started in on me for watching kids shows. Him and my mom watched the old TV shows and the nature shows on it. He is an ass, so he asked my girlfriend if I did cosplay as a girl. She is not as used to him as I am, and I had to move the conversation along before she started something. So I convinced him to watch a movie with us so I could show him why I enjoyed the movies. I chose Up. Beautiful movie, like, mm-hmm. masterfully done. Mm-hmm. This this is not just a kid's movie. No, it's not. It's, one it's, of those... it's arguably an adult movie yeah. that kids can watch. Yes. He would not shut up during the beginning when the kids met, but he was intent during the part with no dialogue. Him and my mom were both crying at the end when the old guy was sitting alone on the steps to his house. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I paused it and asked him if he needed a hanky. He called me an asshole and got up and left. My mom said there was stuff in that scene that probably brought up bad feelings for him. She did not elaborate. I apologized to him and then I asked if he understood why the cartoons I watch are multi-layered and aren't just for kids. He said he understood but he is still upset that I mocked him for crying. He has no problem belittling me for my choices for over 20 years, but he is butthurt because I made fun of his emotions. Is he the asshole? No. He is. He's definitely the asshole. Um, if dad can dish it, dad can take it. Okay. Now let, let me read you the top comment. Okay. And see if you still agree. You are the asshole. You had the win. You showed your dad that animated films are amazing art when they are at their best. And then you stooped to his level. You did the toxic masculinity thing and mocked a man for showing emotions. That's your father, and he had a breakthrough that you could have cherished and used as a bonding experience, and you threw it away. Be better. Mm, I guess I agree with that. The next comment, biop, shit, you are right. So, 
they admitted they were the ass. This is one of those people that went there thinking there's no way I'm the asshole. And they are the fucking asshole. I mean, his dad's still an asshole, too. His dad's an asshole, too. That that doesn't mean he's also not an asshole. Well, he probably got it from his dad. I initially thought he was the asshole because, like, I have... I don't like making fun of people when they cry. I don't think that you should make fun of someone when they cry. Especially if they're a man. I agree. That's part of the reason why men can't show their emotions. Like... Had he picked on him about something besides crying, would you feel differently? Oh, if he's like, look at those. Ah, uh, you like the you like the animated movie. Yeah, that's fine. I think that's so fine. It was just because he picked on him for crying. Because he he got his father to this emotional state over something he himself loves, and then criticized him for being emotional about mm-hmm. it. There's a way to do that positively. To reinforce, like, hey, you do all this shit to me all the time. See, it's not like I you think I wish I could is. be a good person like that. What? You wouldn't make fun of me if I was crying. No, but I also wouldn't turn it into a beautiful moment either. It doesn't necessarily even have to be a beautiful moment. It just doesn't have to be. I make fun of you for crying in movies all the time. I purposely watch the movies that made you cry for yeah, the podcast. Well, that's a little bit different. Oh, okay. I'm an asshole. I got it. No. I think That's it's, what you're trying to say. I think it's a little bit different because of what we do here. The dynamic is I'm supposed to make fun of you. Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of. Like you are the woolly bully. That sort of is the dynamic. It would be different if I was like criticizing you for the thing that I cried about. You're just making me cry because you know what gets me. I'm not like I never cry. I cry sometimes. It's pretty rare that I cry. But if you're going to cry, you're going to cry over a fucking mouse. Or a dog. Or a horse. Some sort of fucking animal. All these people die. You don't give a fuck. That's fair. But I don't think you're an asshole for making me cry and making fun of me on the podcast. Because that is the point of the podcast. All right. So do you have any recommendations for this week? No. I tried reading a new book and it had way too many triggers and i had to stop reading it and i'm not okay she does not recommend that book no i'm not even gonna tell you the book stupid okay i have irritated you're still irritated about it yeah because we we have a contest every year to see who reads the most books and if i just keep stopping in the middle of one like i'm trying to like i had to put on my do not finish list so it's not even gonna count as a book but i read more than 100 pages of it i read more than half of it it should still count that I read a goddamn book. It's annoying. Um, Sorry. I don't. I don't know that it should count that you read a whole book because you didn't. Like, okay. How many books have you read this year? None yet. Almost. Okay. Done well, with, that was my fifth. One. I'm almost done with one. I'm trying to learn Spanish right Did now. Did you start it this year? Tango. Did the book Aeropuerto. The book that you're reading right now, did you start this year? Then it doesn't count. Yes, it does. No, it does not. It always has. No, it has not. Yes, it has. No, it doesn't. If I start a book on December 31st. Did finish... you start it on December 31st? I don't know. I bet you didn't. I bet you started in like November. I don't know. No, it doesn't count. We'll talk to Candace about it. She'll be on your side. She's your best friend. 
My recommendation is In Search of Darkness 3. This is the only thing I can recommend this week because there wasn't really anything. Like, we watch it, but there was nothing I was like, oh, yeah, we watched that Unabomber thing. I was like, that was fine. Like, we watched the Sixers. If you're not a Sixers fan, I wouldn't recommend that. Like, who gives a fuck, right? Watch the Super Bowl. What is In Search of Darkness? That horror documentary that's, like, really long. Oh. Guy that you guys didn't hear of any of the movies on. Yeah. So I certainly recommended the first two. So why not the last? Because this one follows the exact same tried and true formula of the first two. But this one is going to be for fans of horror movies that are a little bit below the surface. Like you got to dig a little bit deeper in your horror fandom if you're going to get a whole lot out of this. Unless you're looking at it for recommendations on things to watch. Um, the well has largely been drained. It is very much dry after the first two documentaries, which were like 10 fucking hours. And they spend about a minute on each movie. So like the, the 10 hours, they, they go through a lot of fucking movies. If you are looking for some deep cuts and some interesting lesser known horror, and you have five hours to spare, this is a pretty good one. I liked it. The whole trilogy is good. And it kind of goes beginner intermediate expert like because the first one's full of shit that people have watched second one a little less third one you're talking like cat's eye there ain't a whole that's like the problem one of the more popular movies on that so there ain't a whole hell of a lot that if you just watch mainstream horror you're gonna get Mm -hmm. but if you're looking to expand your horizons a little bit it's great i am not it's a great resource for that i that is why i watched most of it without you thank you last movie babe what have you got for me? I have hemmed and hawed. I I wanted to pick something that you would be like seriously, you know, like like pick like Casper or something. But it's got Christina Ricci in it, and you would just love that. And then like Rocky Horror Picture Show, like it has the word horror in it, but like you fucking love that. And you know what? You're gonna like this one too, I think. But. I have actually picked horror movies this time. They're just not very scary. Correct. So I'm actually going to stick with that theme. And we're going to go with the 1992 Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I just met this girl named Buffy. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name. It's a fish. I liked her even though she seemed kind of flaky. But, as it turns out... You have been chosen, Buffy. To do what? To stop the vampires. Does Elvis talk to you? And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at my head. And you caught it. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Hi. Hi. What am I doing here? I'm saving your butt. That is a bad guy. Can we go, please? The Slayer is unmasked. Let's finish it. I think this relationship has potential. Hi. How's it going? You're obviously having a bad hair day. If she can just get rid of those other guys in her life. Stab him in the heart. Christy Swanson. I am so sure. Donald Sutherland. Ah. Paul Rubens. Ah, 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 Paul Rubens
The Vampire Slayer. You didn't even break a nail. Directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. So that'll be fun. That's almost a rom-com horror it's movie. On Google, it says it's horror slash comedy. Rated PG-13. And you can watch it for free. On HBO Max. It's also premium subscri- subscription on Hulu, YouTube TV, and Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. But the premium subscription is probably HBO Max. So check it out you probably should have seen this movie too i've seen it quite a few times so i will probably be quoting some of it pretty good cast uh christy swanson i think is a crazy like right-wing activist now but other than that nobody else did anything crazy i don't pick movies for shit like that sorry i don't know nothing about nobody i guess Pee Wee herman did jerk off that one time public i'm sorry i wasn't there no neither was i i don't care either like, it was in a porno theater. You're supposed to jerk off in there. It was in a porno theater? Yeah. Why else would you go in there? I don't know. Just, um, maybe you are a connoisseur of pornography? Hmm. A curator of pornography? I don't fucking know. I've never been in I've never even fucking seen a porno theater. Me either, thankfully. So join us next week for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Do you have anything else to add? Nope, I'm good. Then say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn. Mm -hmm.